Deliverance. And deliverance. I believe people can be free. God wants people free. I think that people just have a misunderstanding of deliverance. Hey, welcome to Talking This Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Shakina. And I'm Willie. Great to be back with you guys. How exciting. Amen. Amen. Today's topic is deliverance. Ooh. <laughs> what do you think about when you hear deliverance? Oh, well, I'll tell you what I used to think about when I used to hear deliverance. Right. I used to think of the demonic demons and spirits. But as I got more understanding, I truly figured out and found out scripturally and biblically what deliverance means. Yeah, that's actually really good. I remember when we first got married and used to watch like videos and stuff like that. I hated it. I cringed at it. I was it was uncomfortable to me. Um, it was something I didn't know. But in reality, um, deliverance is a beautiful thing because God uses it like to escape. It means escape. So, it, you know, He deploys angels to escape you in times of trouble and bondage and things like that. So when I really got an understanding, you know, and I got delivered and set free from many things, it's a beautiful thing. It's a process, you know, that nobody likes to go through, but I don't cringe on it anymore. Obviously, we operate in deliverance and stuff now, but it's not something that I wanted to do. It's something that was a power had came over um, and God just started doing, you know, through us. So I love it. I think it's a beautiful thing now. Well, I believe that we're called to see people healed, delivered, and set free through the power of the Holy Spirit. And one thing about deliverance is many people sometimes don't know that they need deliverance. Once we get saved, we may still need deliverance. And that's one thing that I found out when I got saved. You know, I got saved and I wasn't totally delivered. And now let me take out the totally. I wasn't delivered. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's right. You know, that's kind of how it goes. You know, that's I'm true. saved. I'm saved. But have you been delivered from things? And it's okay because deliverance can be a process. It can be instant deliverance. Yeah. But we must understand that we do need deliverance from certain things. You know, some certain things attach themselves to us and they become our normal. And we think that it's okay because we've been saved, not knowing that we need deliverance. And with deliverance, some people think deliverance is always casting out demons and devils. Right, right, right. And, and that's a misconception that I think the body of Christ as a whole, we need to um, help people understand the total difference. So they won't be shamed. So they won't um, feel alone. Because it can it can be embarrassing sometime. You know, the enemy come in and want you to be shamed. But actually it's God's love freeing us and helping us to become more like who he has called us to be and more like him. Yeah, that's really good. I love how you said there's different types because a lot of people, like you said, they hear and they assume, right? And automatically people assume that, especially in this world now, people are freely talking about demons. And so they think, okay, well, everybody's doing, you know, deliverance and some people are doing it too prematurely or, you know, not being a consecrated vessel. But I want to talk about, like you said, the different type, like God being a deliverer. You know, he um, it's a process of maturity as we grow from glory to glory mm-hmm. that we are delivered from things, right? We're delivered whether we're smoking cigarettes or sexual sin. We're delivered from these things. And in the process that we're 
we're being matured and that his spirit is in us and his fruit is developing in us and it's an uncomfortable growth right the bible says that he's mm -hmm. a potter and things are being chiseled away from us and whatnot but also too i like the reference um i really say that the holy spirit gave me this one that it's like a woman having a baby you know that's a process of that labor you know i don't want to stop at five because i endure the contractions until then but then i want to tap out wow. no there's a process to get to 10 so it's uncomfortable just like the nation of israel when god delivered them from the nation of israel they wanted to go back like the day or two after because they were tired of manna they were, couldn't endure the heat they couldn't endure the 40 years because they had complaint 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 they didn't care about the promise anymore they wanted to go back you know um so i think about that that a lot of people tap out before that deliverance they tap out before that delivery of the baby and what will happen you know a stillborn you don't birth something out and grows and develops so god is a deliverer and it's not just so much about um casting out demons yes that's another form of deliverance you know and things we have to be delivered from but it's a process and a lot of people like to just be saved and not to really be set free or to live in victory from anxiety fear poverty you know lack there's there's tons of things that you can talk about deliverance we might have to do a couple episodes amen amen and <laughs> right one episode cannot truly go to the depths so like you said we may have to do that not or, all the or, deliverance or, i went through or, i need right, a couple episodes. or a different teaching right right you know but with deliverance deliverance is is something that is so major in the body of christ and and we cannot actually ignore it yeah you know it's something that i believe god has called us to because through deliverance we were saved you know god delivers us and in the bible matthew 6 and 13 it says and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one or from evil now though that's jesus when he when he taught the disciples to pray but he says deliver us so right then and there deliver us that means we have to come out of something so when jesus came you know jesus came to set us free he came for the lost yeah. to deliver us and and we're supposed to be like jesus so as we go out we help people come to jesus christ and be delivered from evil but also with that people have things that they have issues with that they need to be delivered from so when they get saved you can't just leave a person you know it's like having having an empty vessel you know what's going to come back in it or what's already in it so the things that's in it need to come out so this is i think a reason why some people can misconstrue <clears throat> demons you know or self-deliverance and not have that understanding now sometimes people do have demons and unclean spirits but self-deliverance can be you simply, you know, having to be transformed by the noon of your mind. You know, things that working out your salvation. And I think sometimes we can be shamed as Christians and as believers and we don't want to go to our brothers and our sisters because we still need deliverance from things. And that's just part of sanctification. But we have to get comfortable with it and have an understanding that deliverance is necessary in your walk with Christ. Absolutely. I love how you said that people can be saved and have a need to be delivered from some things. Many people don't realize that they can't even see what they need to be delivered from. So as they're around other mature Christians or people who have been, I don't want to say seasoned, but people that have the eyes to see what you really need to be delivered from, mm -hmm. right? And obviously it can be a natural thing, like we talked about smoking cigarettes, but also too it could be 
deception, tail bearing, right? We can identify in the spirit what this person, why there's a lack of growth, bitterness, right? Because we can identify your conversation is always bitter. So even though you've been saved for 20, 30 years, if your conversation, right? Because out of the abundance of your heart, right? Your mouth is speaking. But it's, so it's crazy that people are so bitter. They're so negative. But so there might be some deliverance of anger or some things that are there. And like you were talking about um, that need to be taken out. It's uprooting. It needs to be uprooted. And other people can identify it when one another, when we're around that body of Christ, like the Bible says, don't forsake the gathering of ourselves. Why? Not just for fellowship, but that we can sharpen one another. We can identify, Brother Willie, sounds like you're pretty negative. What's going on? You know, because if you're always happy and go lucky and I notice some things are off, brother, you just off. You know what I'm saying? Are you out of alignment somewhere? Is there sin in your life? Are you recognizing what door did you open that's allowing the enemy to attack you through this bitterness? Because if bitterness happens and you got dry bones and then what? Sickness and infirmity comes attacking. So is there so much to it? But, you know, we can um, really have this uprooting that can happen in people's life. And you were talking about self-deliverance, and that's so huge. A lot of people feel like, oh, you can't do self-deliverance. But upon our confession, we are saved. And upon Amen. our, you know, renouncing is self-deliverance, we are released of those contracts and doors that we open up with the enemy. Like, I renounce sin, I renounce lying, I renounce fornication, I renounce these things. So now I'm telling the enemy, you can't be in here anymore. So um, self-deliverance, I'm huge on. I mean, I had self-deliverance. I still do self-deliverance on a regular basis because Amen. we don't know. You know, I do it just because I come from so much, you know, witchcraft and, and cultural things that I have to make sure that I'm a purified vessel. So I want to make sure that self-deliverance is happening. And even when we do deliverance on people, I will make sure that you have to renounce these list of things. You make mm -hmm. sure you want to be free from them and then how you're dealing with that, right? Because you're going to wrestle with those demons right. um, before we actually cast these things out. Out, so yeah, and even so, when even when casting out demons and unclean spirits, we rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you and show you what it is He want to do or what's there, you know. But going back to self deliverance, I speak on self deliverance because I dealt with it myself. You know, sometimes we can talk about things, but when you get an understanding from going through things, you have a it's coming from a different place. Yeah, I got saved, but I still was smoking cigars, you know, and I it remember. took me a minute to 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 be delivered from it. But I didn't ask, you know, why, you know, I was saved and, you know, I would go home and I would pray and I'm like, Lord, help me, you know, take this away. And I was saved. So is this thing that people get to where they're thinking they're not saved? No, you still have to work out your salvation. The Bible says work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So sanctification is a process, you know, but sometimes when we come to Christ, we need to know these things. So therefore, we are not feeling condemned by the enemy and we can understand that we're still free in Christ, but we still have to work out our salvation. We still need deliverance from certain things. But along with that, you know, I kept saying, Lord, you know, I was praying and I was even fasting, you know, and then I was like, this thing will not break. You know, and I'm like, Lord, you know, I need help. And then, you know, once it broke, I asked God, I was like, Lord, why was that so hard for me to get over? You know, I was saved and I'm telling you, I was devoted to God. I was yeah. reading my word. You know, I, you know, it was like, Lord, why do I got this <laughs> spot, so to speak? But then he told me, he said, I know you, son. He said, I know what it takes for you to stop and what it took for me to stop nobody else knew besides me and God so with that he could have took it away just like that if he wanted to but he didn't 
and that was my big question and, and with that he showed me that it was working on my salvation because he knew what it took for me he knew the things that i was going to have to do in my heart and in, in, in my commitment to, to him and to, to allowing him to do what he wanted to do inside of me for it to happen so my commitment to 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 not stop you know it built something in me also and and with that you know i can always go back and understand that i know what it took for me to stop so it wasn't just instant but it actually made me a better person it made me understand like look there's some things that you have to truly fight and the things that you have to fight you have to fight for the truth you have to fight for you know the, the the freedom that God has given you because the enemy wants to steal it you know but it takes a endurance it takes a, a dedication to Christ it takes a dedication to saying Lord I say yes and no matter what happens I'm my yes is still yes my commitment is still my commitment you know I'm still gonna strive to, to be better to be a better me that you created but also to be better to to be a better person to serve others ding ding i actually want to go into that conversation and into that story because i know you're elaborating on it but i really didn't know you struggled with that and the reason why i'm saying that is because we were actually dating i don't think we're engaged then when um i i got in a car accident and you took me to my car this is after church you took me to my car and um my cousin in the car with us had said that smells like grandma's car and like she was a heavy smoker and so i didn't even smell it you know then maybe because i was in the world or whatever back then too. no i wasn't in the world when we were dating but i didn't recognize that smell and then all of a sudden when he had said that so i'm thinking that like that spirit of truth came out right that the enemy was exposed the next thing i knew you were on a fast and you're like you were basically sweating crystals and it was gone and you had admitted that you were had struggled with smoking you were smoking for years and i didn't know that but you were on fire you know for god and church and everything else i mean obviously we were dating so you were committed and no one knew so when you fasted I mean I thought it broke like within two days so I never really thought that you struggled with that how long did you smoke well I was I was smoking cigars probably since like high school that's deep and so see I didn't really know but it's funny how God would do, use that situation right because he uses situ situations and circumstances for his advantage right so then I got in the car I smelled it but then I was aggressively praying right like what is this because I knew that you know and then when you had talked about yeah what, that you were struggling you know basically um that you were wanting to be free from it but I didn't really think it was a struggle like that long I knew you went on a fast and it was broken but that's amazing how it took you know like people to touch and agree like when the word says to confess your sin you didn't have to confess your sin but I'm just saying it was like exposed now right what you were battling with what you were struggling with got exposed and the Holy Spirit dealt with that thing because to me it's like you cut it off cold turkey and even though you were fasting and sweating crystals it was gone but I didn't realize the process that you had to endure that's deep yeah but that with that it's just the fact that you know we have to work out our salvation yeah. and we still need deliverance from certain things so no matter who you are everybody got different things that they may battle with but this is a reason why we need deliverance now i never knew before i was saved how everything truly truly worked now i had seen demons cast it out my mom cast out demons since I was young. So it has always been normal for me. But when I got saved, things changed. And my eyes started to open a little different. You know, so when we go to Acts 19 and 15, talking about the sons of Sceva. Oh, yeah. It says, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. 
but who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them. So they fled, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Now, I think this is one reason why a lot of people misconstrue um, deliverance and, and casting out devils and demons and unclean spirits. And with this, the unclean spirit is said, I know Jesus, you know, yeah. who, who are you? And sometimes we have to understand that we have to be a, a vessel, a clean vessel, and we have to be, you know, you can't just live any kind of lifestyle. You know, when the Bible talks about Satan won't cast out Satan, if I got all of this in me, then how I'm trying to cast it out of you? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You, and another thing is, though, too, is really open doors, too. Right? If you're not a purified vessel and you have all these doors open, like you talked about, we got saved, but we still had doors that the enemy operated in, right? I'm still watching a certain type of TV. I'm still watching this music. I still love the world, right? So I, I um, interpret that, or not interpret it, but I describe it as you're not registered in the realm of the spirit when the demons were saying, you know, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who are you? Right, mm -hmm. so you're not registered in this realm to operate in this power of authority because you are living, you know what I mean? Like basically, you got those demons in you too. So, yes, we have to be purified vessel, but we also have to have those doors that are closed, right? And we have to be delivered and set free ourselves, so we understand that we have authority. We conquered and overcame those, so now it's easier for us to, you know, have the Holy Spirit used because those doors are closed. You know, we renounce those things. So, yeah. But but with that, the the thing, the other part with that is in the body of Christ. It's needed. And I think Huge. sometimes as churches, we can downplay it. Now, it's not that one is least or the greatest or you're supposed to know everything. But the thing is, people are bound. You know, if God sent us to, to heal, deliver and, and help people be set free through the power of the, of the Holy Spirit, then people need that freedom. He, he didn't give us that charge for no reason it was a purpose and if people come into the church and they're bound then they need to be set free healed and delivered and if we're not in a position to do that then what is the church actually for to that degree so people can come and leave the same way now i think sometimes we can get defensive and think that it's a um, it's the enemy or it's division. It's not division. It's, it's for us to come up to be better, to help God's people, to help his children. It's one thing if people don't know, which is okay because nobody knows everything. Right. I don't know everything either. Right. But at the same time, we're striving to be better. We're striving to grow more like Christ. So with that, we should be striving to get understanding, striving to grow, to bring in people if we don't have things of that nature or people in place to help the people. Because it's not about us, it's about Jesus, and it's about what Jesus came for, and it's about the kingdom of God. So people need to be free so they can actually go and set other people free and help. You know, when I got saved, I had came from so much like witchcraft and sexual sin, and you know, I was twice divorced, all kinds of things. You know, I did all kinds of things. And but when I gave my life to Christ when I was 30, I really gave my life to Christ and didn't realize, okay, well, for me in the process of developing and maturing and to be set free from sin, I really wanted to be set free. It was like a made up mind. You know, I wanted to be set free. I, I didn't want poverty. I didn't want to have lack. I didn't want to have negativity. So it was, I was seeking these things, you know, with the help of the Holy Spirit to do these things. I went to multiple deliverance services because I've read it in the Bible, like, you know, the woman with the issue of blood, you know, and her press. And I'm, man, I had a press, I'm telling you. So 
it became a desire for me to be made whole and so i was asking the holy spirit to lead me and guide me along my process and my journey and he did and then i would research different you know um I want to say not saying denominations but wherever they were doing deliverance service because I didn't go to church where they had deliverance services right but I went to different ones and I wasn't church hopping I was still planted and you know serving in my church but I still went because I knew I needed something I needed hands laid on me I knew that the Holy Spirit was drawing me there right and so they would do renunciations and um, all kinds of things and introduce me to John Eckhart and you know multiple things that he did on self-deliverance books and his deliverance it's just amazing but it kept leading me that I was being delivered and set free but also took years of therapy so there was like multiple deliverances um you know sermons and and seminars i should say that are workshops or whatever that i went to services that i went to but i lost so too was therapy and it took a good i'm think i'm 40 i'm 45 now you know and i still now know how to recognize if i have doors open and so forth but i had to seek something and then before i knew it we were operating deliverance because I had empathy. I could recognize it, like to that familiar spirit. No, I conquered that. I can identify it now in other people. And so I had empathy and compassion on everyone else. So then, you know, when the pandemic and stuff hit, there was a different shift. And then you're going out to help people. But also it wasn't just helping them with natural things. It was spiritual things. You know, their desperation, their loss, their, um, their loss or their grief or whatnot. And so then laying hands and all these things were happening. And this fire started coming over us. So it was like that power came upon you. And then you just started doing deliverance. So it wasn't something that... And I said, okay, I want to be um, doing deliverance today. I want to lay hands. It was never an interest. It was never an interest for me. Yes, I wanted God's people delivered, but I never thought he'd use me, you know, or I never wanted to be the one. And I was the first one out there, I think, laying hands and just going in because I had compassion for the people. I wanted them delivered, healed. You know what I mean? I had empathy and, and it was just amazing. But it wasn't something that I woke up and said, hey, I'm called to deliver people. You know, that's not... It was never that. It was just with, something that... With that, though, it's about having an understanding and see people get the purpose and they get the main thing off. The main thing is Jesus Christ. So as you pursue Jesus, you pursue the things of God. Yeah. You know, with the Great Commission in Mark 16 and 17, it says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Yeah. You know, now this is Jesus in, 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 in his name, you know, so it's a charge. And if he charged us to do it, then that means he gave us the ability and the capableness to do it, you know. And I think understand that it's the Great Commission. That means we're commissioned, you know. So who are we to say we're not supposed to do it? Who are we to say that that's not true? The word says, you know, and these signs will follow those who believe. And I think a big problem is the, is the belief, you know, and that's why even me being raised around things of that nature, you know, and, and seeing my mom and stuff like that, it wasn't it was it was normal and it truly is normal, but it's not normal to everybody. Yeah. And I understand that. So with that, you know, we have to um, help pull each other up. We have to help uh, give each other knowledge and wisdom and understanding, but it's a thing that's necessary. So whether it's self-deliverance, whether it's casting out demons and devils and unclean spirits, it's, you know, it's all learning and trying to grow and be more like who God has created us to be. Amen. You know, also too, like when we have people come over to our house or we're hanging out with our brothers and sisters or we're in a room or a meeting, I notice that we can't 
let that person leave the room we're not going to leave the meeting if you're still bound or whatever there's something that raises up like no you're not going to leave this house until you're free you know whatever you're dealing with so and it's because you have this love and compassion empathy that you want to help your brother your sister out in christ that i i can go to a meeting and not say what thus says the lord you know what i mean or what i'm hearing or what you're bound with what you're wrestling with because i believe that we can pray on that and cast that out i believe that we have the power of the holy spirit you know a full-grown jesus living inside of me that we can do that because that's what he said we can do we're commissioned to do right so it's just something that raises up in us that you know we don't want you to leave defeated or live defeated now when you go even though you can get delivered you still have to live in that deliverance you have to walk in that deliverance you have to you know keep asking the holy spirit for yourself what doors are open that the enemy is using that's going to keep coming back coming back and you have to be a purified vessel too you know because if you're not moving in that what the word says that those spirits come back with seven more stronger ones you know when you're going through deliverance and whatnot so you really have to be serious about your deliverance that you have like you said for smoking cigarettes a made-up mind right like i wanted to be made whole you have to have that process and keep going keep going keep fighting so that you can overcome well awesome. in conclusion you know with deliverance and casting out demons you know of course in 30 minutes you can't put all that in something so but with that we can give you some pointers and and not just leave somebody in a certain place because we all deal with these things so it doesn't matter who you are but don't let the enemy shame you you know there's self-deliverance through renouncing and fasting you know there's books you know uh, definitely fasting you got apostle eckhart prayers that route demons this is a great book and you know uh pigs in the parlor by frank hammond this is also a good book so with these two books you know whether it's renouncing or self-deliverance or casting out demons you know learn and reading those books is it's a great insight you know go to your pastor you know your local pastor you know ask your pastor if you need deliverance or you know are, are you dealing with unclean spirits and things of that nature you know um three my people are perish for them for a lack of knowledge and the thing about that you cannot love god and love demons it, it don't go to go together you know luke 10 and 20 nevertheless do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven you know we have to understand that it's not glory in that the, the glory is in going to heaven but he was also saying this is something that we do do but just put it in its place and number five at the end get closer to jesus you know that's what it's all about you know we get closer to jesus everything else leaves and must go because in his presence is healing in his presence is deliverance in his presence is everything that we truly need so get closer to jesus and everything else will fall in place because even if there's an issue he will reveal it and he is always ready and has the power to deal with it all amen so get delivered and get set free and then free others amen amen until next time let's talk in this walk bye